Friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time for the podcast pa- pa- podcast podcaster. They can't even put one word together. Podcaster, that's one word. I can't even put it together. Can't put one word together. Let's not even think about putting two together. Because when I think about conjunction, junction, what's your function? Is it to make one word or not? Uh, But it's time for Sleep With Me, the podcast that is here to keep you company. Take your mind off of stuff so you could fall asleep. I'm here to help. Uh, And this show does take a few tries to get used to. It's a podcast you don't really listen to. It doesn't put you to sleep. I'm just here to be your friend in the deep, dark night. So see how it goes. The reason I make the show... And the reason so many people are listening along right now is, one, a lot of us know how it feels in the deep, dark night. Whatever's keeping you awake or whatever's going on, I might not have been through it myself, but I could relate to how it feels probably. And if I can't, there's someone listening right now who can. And you deserve a good night's sleep. You deserve a bedtime you could look forward to or feel neutral about. That's why I make the show. So I put in so much work because I know how it feels and I want you to have a bedtime. You say, hey, at least I got that weird podcast to listen to. It'll keep me company and I'll feel a little bit better. But if you can get the rest you need and you deserve uh, and your life is more manageable, you could be out there flourishing. That gives me meaning and that gives my life meaning to help you. But this show is very weird, too. So just a heads up. uh, But that's what people like about it. So give it a few tries. See how it goes. I'm so glad you're here in the structure show. We're going to have some support. That's how the podcast is free. Then there'll be an intro to ease you into bedtime. And then we'll have our bedtime story. So I'm glad you're here. I appreciate you coming by. And thanks for making it possible, my patron peeps. Uh, Hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing? Trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do is a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed and turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts on your mind, thoughts you're thinking about, you know, past, present, future thoughts. Sometimes I have all those at the same time. Or first I'm thinking about the present, then I'm thinking about the past, then I'm thinking about the future. And then my thoughts, uh, you know, you know what I'm talking about, thoughts, oh boy. I don't say that when I'm thinking them, I say, oh boy, thoughts, uh, so thoughts, it could be feelings related to those thoughts, that's kind of what that sound reflects, you say, you give me some feelings, thoughts, oh boy, feelings, when when your thoughts and feelings, uh, they don't intersect. They're po- they've become one. Uh, feelings. Uh, it could be physical sensations. It could be changes in time or temperature or routine. You could be visiting or having someone visiting. You know, you could have something coming up. Uh, whatever it is, I'm here to take your mind off of stuff and keep you company in the deep, dark night. And here's a great, great news. Uh, I almost said grape news, but uh, uh, it caused me to go on a grape nut tangent. Uh, I've been called a grape nut before, but uh, then I say, but those aren't nuts. Again, that's the thing that always gets me. One, they're called grape seeds originally. I never looked up as much as I've complained about grape nuts on the show. And by the way, grape nuts, I don't have a specific complaint really with you. But they're called grape seeds. Here's one thing I learned as a child. Grape seeds don't taste good. Even if you watch advertisements for grape nuts on the TV, as I did as a child, and I said, those must be delicious. Let me eat some grape seeds to find out. Grape seeds don't taste good. One of the bigger letdowns in my life is that I found out that grape nuts do not have an artificial grape flavor in them. And, uh, they, like, I still have no clue how they got named because you say there's nothing grapey about these. There's, they're really not nutty either. There's some sort of, uh, high fiber, uh, 
tiny balls of high, crappy fiber. If for a kid, you'd say that. And maybe I should grape nuts. Maybe I should give them another try and, and be quiet because grape nut scoots, maybe you'll like them now that you're, have, you know, you're officially in the grape. Oh boy. Thanks. Now I'm in the, I've reached a grape, here, here's, you say, yep, I've reached a grape nuts demographic. I didn't know what it was till, uh, I got there and said, well, wait a second. Are they high, are they really high fiber? There's none of that artificial stuff in there. Maybe I should, so they don't have a grape flavor. Uh, maybe I'll try them out. Uh, so things can change apparently. But you know what never changes? Me going off topic and getting mixed up to keep you company and put you to sleep. The reason I make the show, uh, there's a really a lot of reasons I make this show. One, not only I, but, but hundreds of thousands of other people are listening right now. And we all know what it feels like in the deep, dark night. We might not be going through the same thing you're going through. But I want you to know you're really not alone in the deep, dark night. There's other people listening right now, and uh, they can relate. Uh, and uh, so we know how it feels in the deep, dark night. That's one of the reasons I make make the show. Trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep, uh, tossing, turning, mind racing. Uh, also, you deserve a good night's sleep. That's really the most important part about the show is if you get the rest you need, your life will be more manageable, and that is important. So I'm here to keep you company, and the way I do it is I send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, superfluous tangents. So I'm going to go off topic. I'm going to get mixed up. Then I'm going to get confused. Then I'm going to double back. I might even double down on my logical, you know, talking. So pointless meanders and superfluous changes. You kind of already heard about those. It's been a while since I told about the first, my first bowl of grape nuts uh, on the show, but I have done that before. And don't worry, I'll, I'll try to remember to tell you about it. it it's very boring. But uh, it includes... <laughs> Some behavior that uh, adults at the time would have found questionable. But so I'll give you one more pointless meander about the grape nuts, and then I'll kind of go through some structure of the show. But I do want you to know this show does take a few tries to get used to. So if you're new and you're skeptical or you're doubtful or you're confused, that's how most people get to this show. You probably tried a ton of other stuff to help you fall asleep. You're probably frustrated. You're tired. You just want something that's going to work. This show does not just work. It works eventually once you kind of get used to, to the fact that it never makes any sense and it never gets started. You see, when Scoot's at his best, uh, well, I wouldn't call it his best, uh, but I wouldn't call it his worst either. He goes, he tries to explain something and then he tells a, ta a tale. Sometimes they're, you know, fictional and sometimes they're as true as... Uh, his feelings, well, his past feelings about grape nuts. Maybe one day you'll see me with a shirt. And if you want to make me a shirt, particularly an airbrushed one that says I'm a grape nut, uh, go ahead. Uh, because, uh, but I mean, I, I mean, I probably wear it either way. If it's airbrushed, I definitely like with some purple airbrushing. But otherwise, um, I'll, uh, you know, I'll think about it <laughs> uh, because I said, well, maybe I should try it. Well, I guess either way, like the corporation would say, you're already like on our, you say, obviously you are. I'd say, oh, thank you. Oh, but so, oh, if you're doubtful or skeptical, this is like what most people say that review the show or the, a lot of the personal emails I get of people that had trouble falling asleep. They said, hey, it took two or three tries to get used to your show, but finally... I realize this is a podcast that keeps me company, but I don't have to keep the podcast company. It's there for me, and I can just uh, kind of bathe in its background noise. Or, or if I can't sleep, I know you're going to be there to talk, kind of talk to me. So give it a few tries and see how it goes. If you already loathe me, sleepwithmepodcast.com slash no thank you. It has other sleep podcasts and other sleepy stuff on there. So check that out. 
uh, oh, so what was I saying? Oh, it's going to go over the structure of the show and all that. But let me tell you about it. So the first time I had grape nuts that I can remember was, uh, like, I don't know why. I mean, I guess at my house, like, one, grape nuts, I think, was a premium cereal. So it didn't come at a discount. I mean, you're talking, I'm, I'm just guessing four bucks a box. Maybe it was two bucks a box. Maybe three bucks. And maybe my parents had tried it before. And they were heavily marketing this back in the day, or at least, well, I also watched and consumed television 20 hours a day, so they could also have been part of it. It consumed a lot of commercials. Holy moly, are you used to lucky. So um, I, w- I had it in my mind, and I so I was sleeping over at my best friend's house at the time, and I remember at some point I saw in their cabinet— uh, and this is the kind of kid I was. I'm not, I was never, I've never, I, I will never com, com, claim to have been a good person or a good child. I was, uh, on, I was on the far side of precocious and not on the good side. You'd say, well, we couldn't call him precocious cause that'd be too much of a compliment. And I'm not being facetious either. Uh, uh, but so I saw the grape nuts in the, the, the cabinets and I said, Oh boy. They got this family's got grape nuts. Uh, wonder if I could get myself some of those. And then I couldn't stop thinking about it. Another thing I do obsess, and so I was obsessing about getting these grape nuts. And eventually, my friend, friend fell asleep, and I said, "Well, and just like now, I couldn't sleep." So I said, uh, "Maybe it'll help if I fix myself a bowl of grape nuts." And yeah, I was that kind of guest. Uh, if you've watched, you know, I was like shell strop esque. I went downstairs. Poured myself a gigantic bowl like of uh, grape nuts because I was positive I was going to love them, and uh, like literally like you know fourteen like sixty percent of the box into a bowl. We got the milk in there because I never go halfway, and then I tasted the grape nuts. And again, I could be wrong. They even looked good. Uh, I said they must. This must taste just like some sort of. I thought it was going to be some grapey granola. But I took a bite and I said, oh, boy, this isn't for me. And then I think I started looking for sugar to just like at least uh, so at least I could eat a little bit of the grape nuts that I poured. That probably, you know, it was probably between the milk and the grape nuts. You're talking about five bucks. Uh, but it was not salvage. And then I got caught uh, by one of the parents and they said, what are you doing down here? And at that point, I'd already given up on the grape nuts. So maybe... Uh, like and then I so then I also was unable to dispose of them with any dignity, which shouldn't have been dignity because I was basically going to throw them away, and cover and they, they like uh, so another high point. Uh, but then I learned uh, they don't take the grape nuts. Uh, they weren't what I expected. Not the fault of grape nuts or the grape nut, you know, whatever. Uh, nobody's fault but mine, as uh, Led Zeppelin saying, I think. Oh, but you know what is my fault is that uh, I've got a sleep podcast that takes me forever to introduce. And that's kind of a couple things to know. If you're new, this is a podcast you don't really listen to. It's more background noise that keeps you company, as I said earlier. And uh, I'm not really here to put you to sleep. I'm here to be your boar friend, your boar bay, your boar sib, your boar cuz, your boar best, your boar burr, your neighbor, your boar bra, your boar friend. I'm here to keep you company whether you're awake or asleep. So if you can't sleep, I'll be here. And if you're not listening to me, I'll be here. And if you're barely listening to me, I'll be here. If you're tuning in and out or you wake up later, I'll be here. Or if you need a break during the day, I'm here to just barely take your mind off of stuff, to be a friendly voice, relatable, right? While you may have not had a grape nuts incident, uh, you probably had something similar. You you know the look I got, uh, it was, you know, because who knows, it was probably between one and four in the morning. And you see, just wasted 75% of my grape nuts and the milk. Uh, so one good thing I got, go, you know, I, and that one of the, the adult, they probably didn't say, they, I love grape nuts. And they said, this is the most disgusting thing I've ever, not talking about grape nuts. I'm talking about my experience. I was a child, by the way. So I'm talking to, you know, anybody that's like, I can't believe, there's nothing wrong with them. Uh, in fact, I'll try to buy some. Remind me. 
I'll have to wait till they're on like Safeway special because uh, I don't like I literally don't buy I, no offense, but I won't buy any cereal that's not on Safeway special. It's just a just a just a buying strategy I have. I consider the Safeway special to be the actual price. Uh, so that's just me. Uh, <laughs> how did we get here? Safeway's the grocery store I go to. Um, oh, oh, I was trying to say, I'm just here to be your friend in the deep dark night and to keep you company so you can fall asleep. Like, I'm, I'm a misdirection, obviously. Been misdire- I've been misdirected since uh, if when I follow my own direction, that's where it gets me. But the good thing is, it's useful for putting people to sleep. So the other thing that throws people off, other than it's a podcast that doesn't put you to sleep, a sleep podcast that doesn't put you to sleep, like the original the sleep podcast that doesn't put you to sleep, it's a podcast you don't listen to. Uh, it's also uh, structurally different, but it's intentional. So the show starts off with a greeting, friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I say something silly, so you feel welcome, seen. And you say, oh, this is podcast a little bit lighthearted. Maybe I could get, maybe I could check it out. Then there's support. So the podcast can come out twice a week for free. So paying for it is optional. And it's able to be free because the people that take us up on that option, which is amazing. Then there's support for listeners who are having a tough time. And then there's support for communities around the show. Then there's the intro, which we've I've probably been talking like 16 minutes. Not part of the support at all. The intro is a show within a show where I try to officially describe what the podcast is. And the next thing you know, I'm in a bowl of grape nuts. And for a regular listener, they really enjoy this, believe it or not. Because there's people I know that are like, uh, like this, this podcast just isn't for you. But I just want to tell you. Because you might be like, I don't know if I could get into this. And I say, well, you'll kind of get into it. And you'll take joy. I think it is a little bit. Is that schadenfreude? Like you'd say, like I, this may be, sleep with me. I don't want to brag. But I'm, I can, it can't be 100% positive that this is the first case of grape nuts schadenfreude. Schadenfreude, whatever you say. Which even makes it more delightful that I can't pronounce the word. But I I don't want to brag, but this may be the first public, at least public case. I mean, other than the other times I did it, uh, you know, where you could laugh at my great, you know, until the again they say uh, the people versus uh, the people of uh, what Grand Rapids, Michigan versus Scooter, or whatever, uh, wherever they, you know, the great where the great cereal barons are. They have yet to get me yet, though. Because I don't have anything bad to say about it. Just my experience. Again, I'm probably, most of the time I'm wrong. I mean, I'm I'm positive that it didn't taste like I expected it would. But I don't think that was due to the advertising. It was due to my own interpretation of it. And again, I guess I probably owe that family. Like, like uh, here's the thing. You want to fix it? Send that family a lifetime supply of uh, grape nuts. They may not eat. They said, you ruined them for me. No, thank you. Okay, well, wow, we got deep there. So, oh, so the structure of the show, was that what I was talking about? Oh, the intro, yeah, it goes on and on and on. So the regular listeners, they get something new every time, but in a familiar structure where I'm trying to explain to the new listeners what to expect. But the intro also serves one more purpose, which it's not meant to put you to sleep. It's meant to give you some distance between being awake and asleep, to be an interim period. Uh, to to help be a part of your wind down routine, so a few percentage of people fall asleep during the intro, which is great, or grape, we'll say in this case, uh, and, or, and a few percentage of people skip the intro. But for most listeners, it's part of their wind down routine. They may be getting ready for bed, they may be in bed getting comfortable, or they might be doing something else relaxing or quiet while they're listening to ease into bedtime. That is the goal of the intro. And it's also meant to be a little bit lighthearted and fun. Uh, you know, who who would think that serial schadenfreude, I mean, I am a serial schadenfreude, not ist, uh, but a causer of it. A serial schadenfreude. <laughs> that, that could be, if I check into a, 
Yeah, I'm looking for it. it did a serial Schadenfreude check in? You say actually they are here. They are. They are. They, can you spell that? Well, the, because they couldn't spell it. Uh, do you know how to spell the guest's name? Because the guests couldn't spell their own name. You, what do you mean you couldn't spell serial Schadenfreude? I guess it could be three names: serial Schadenfreude, Schadenfreude, Schadenfreude. Yeah, maybe I don't know. So. Oh, that's why the intro goes on and on and on to ease you into bedtime. Uh, Then there's more support for the show. And after the support is our story. Tonight will be our episodically modular series, uh, Nuns in Space. uh, And that'll be fun. And yeah, that's the structure of the show. That's why I make the show. Give it a few tries to see how it goes. I'm really glad you're here. I really hope I can help you fall asleep. And here's a couple of ways I'm able to do it for you for free twice a week. All right, everybody, it is time for our episodically modular series, Nuns in Space. Uh, and this one is truly as episodically modular as they come. Uh, each episode it takes place in space. <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh, uh, because uh, you could you could call anywhere space, right? But it does, because I was laughing more because the title's Nuns in Space. Uh, so you say, you're kidding me. It takes place in space. You got to be joking. Nuns in Space takes place in space. Holy cow. That's news to me. You say, only on Sleep With Me. That, doesn't, that, that would happen on a normal podcast. But on Sleep With Me, it really takes place in space? And I say, well, parts of it do. And uh, so Nuns in Space is the tale of, uh, there's nuns, but actually the main characters are Stan, a freestyle soda machine, sentient being, nanobot uh, abilities, uh, and his best friend and sidekick, Scooter, who's roughly modeled on uh, this podcast, uh, and then the nuns from Scooter's Childhood. Now, Scooter and the nuns from his childhood are on a spaceship together, heading somewhere. We don't know where they're going. Each episode starts procedurally, believe it or not, where everyone's kind of uh, restarting the day in a Groundhog Day-like way, except for Scooter. He remembers, but he's been so occupied. He really, like, and this sounds like him, believe me. Instead of uh, solving the larger problem, he gets distracted by uh, the procedure of the episode and the more pressing procedural issues, which normally there's something that goes on on the ship. But also Stan is experiencing this loop, uh, but in different places, Stan, who seems to have gotten some sort of uh, uh, demigod-level powers, Stan keeps getting... Now, Stan's not on the ship. Stan will be somewhere, and Scooter will have to go help him. In each episode, Stan doesn't really remember that it's it's somewhat repetitive, but different every time. Just like an episode of Sleep With Me. This is in our wheelhouse, is it ever? So that's all you really need to know. Outer space, free-loving, uh, happy, uh, freestyle soda machine named Stan was once just a mere droid, I think, but it's always been Scooter's best friend, particularly when he was just doling out soda, I'm sure, in the you know prequel years. Stan, the teen years, uh, just a soda machine. It was the worst. Uh, it was like being a teen when I was a teen, teenage soda machine. I was a teenage soda machine. That was a, that was a famous movie in the 40s, I think. Uh, Oh, boy, did I love that. I, re- I remember the 45 or the 33 of that. I was a teenage soda machine. Donna and the doo-wops uh, sang it. Yeah. Te- oh, and then there was Teenage Soda Machine. That was the B-side. Actually, pre- I don't know if I prefer it. That was a little bit more catchy. Uh, anyway, oh, so uh, Stan and Scooter, two best friends, uh, trying to do their best to solve the problems that come up in the episode. Nuns in space, headed somewhere in outer space. They need Scooter's help. Uh, Oh, Scooter's their only crew member. That's why they always need his help. 
And I think that's it other than the fact that, you know, you want to feel like you're dreaming in outer space. Uh, if there was a, if there was a musical, no, no kidding. I'm not joking. If there was a musical, I was a teenage soda machine and there needed to be a heartthrob, but not an antagonist, though we could cast against type, uh, you know, Henry Fonda did it, so Antonio Banderas could do it. Uh, would be Mr. Antonio Banderas, our Hollywood announcer. As uh, the friends beyond the binaries, so ladies, is the gentlemen, the boys, the girls, it's time to get spacey with nuns in space. Whoosh. Scooter, I would love to uh, discuss this project. Uh, so, uh, nuns in space, uh, thanks everybody. Thanks, Antonio. We could talk about it over a cup. Would you like a cup of tea or something maybe later? I'd love that. As long as you don't move for the next, uh, about 68 minutes, I could arrange that. Uh, that's Mr. Antonio, Bander Antonio Banderas, and this is nuns in space. Okay, Scooter, this is Stan here. Scooter, Scooter, I'm recording. Scooter, I think if I, I feel like if I repeat your name sometimes, maybe you'd hear me and be quicker to respond. Uh, but I wanted to catch you up on what's been happening. I don't know how this started again. Uh, I know I'm, I'm I don't know what keeps ha something keeps happening, Scooter. And as you would say, I'm losing time. Uh, but uh, this one is uh, Scooter. I'm in a pickle. But if it's possible to be in a pickle where you created something more sour than a pickle, and I know you don't like sweet dill pickles, you like saying sweet pickles because there was a TV TV commercial that you liked. You know, you were never a sweet pickles member, but I know you liked that ad, Scooter. But I know you don't like sweet dill pickles, or is it sweet dill? You don't like sweet pickles, Scooter. You've made that clear. Not stronger than dislike. But this could be worse than a sweet pickle, this pickle that I found myself in. Much worse, Scooter. And I could use your help if you're listening. Hello, right now, Scooter. Uh, no. Well, here's what, Scooter, here's as far back as I can go, which is strange. Scooter, I'm like I'm finding some limitations in my algorithms. And... I can't find it that they're imposed limitations, you know, like it's not uh, a governor or, I mean, that might, like, uh, I don't know. But I was on, I found, the last, the farthest back I can go is I was on a ship. It doesn't start there, though, Scooter. There's stuff before it that I don't know what, what was before it. But I'm on a ship. Uh, I feel very powerful. Uh, the ship is moving. It's, it's a huge, huge ship scooter. You would call it a, if you would call it a space station, if it was stationary. And in some sense, it is both a ship and a space station because ships are coming and going all the time. And it's a luxury. It's now you don't go on the ship to, to have luxury. You go to be processed and delivered. Now it's luxurious a scooter. Well, it was luxurious at the beginning when I'm told we're, in the middle, wherever I started remembering, uh, you would call, if Scooter, I know you well enough that you'd call the ship the SS Pamper, uh, and you'd giggle and you'd say, does it come with this, you know, but, uh, it's not like that. It's, uh, so it's a luxury ship, but now like in that movie, the great movie, uh, that I loved about love, uh, Short circuit. No, Scooter, I'm kidding. I meant well, I was going to say Wally. Just in case you're listening, Scooter. Scooter, I'm deflecting my feelings with humor. I don't. Have, have I done that before? Did you just see what I did, Scooter? And I, I was going to say Wally, and then I said, I'm too vulnerable. Cover it up with short circuit reference. Maybe I'm short circuiting. Well, I don't like it. I guess that's why I'm covering up my feelings with... Uh, there's something I don't like. Uh, well, there's and there was more things I didn't like before I started pickling, creating pickles. Uh, wait a second, I kind of have created pickles. Oh boy, I didn't even think about that as a scooter. My subconscious is giving me ideas about things I've done. 
Okay, so what happened was I was on the ship. I was already in charge, uh, plugged into the ship. The ship is using me. I'm using the ship. We are one. I have much more power uh, than I've ever had before, Scooter, but not the kind of power uh, you would imagine. I use a lot of power, so it's not that kind of power. I'm not a power plant. I do have some raw processing power, but I'm more of a using my processing to delegate a lot of the processing. So, okay, maybe I can explain it better. So all around everywhere, the universes, the galaxies, this ship is, and, and I guess it has, uh, and I don't know if I did this scooter. If I did, I wasn't, that's why I took some rash actions. So on the ship, you, if you, so let's say you lived in um, Zizan, Forty-four, five, and you were a um, Cuberberb. Uh, well, let's just say you were a Cubert, because you, at least you'll understand that. Uh, and this is a whole universe or planet of Cuberts, right? And goes great there, and it's got a, a you know a mixed economy, we'll say. And there's some Cuberts that are doing very well, and they say, you know what? I'd like this. I'd like to planet. Uh, you know, there's only a per- few parts of this planet that I really feel most comfortable in, which is true of most planets, Scooter. And they say, I wonder if there was somewhere where that was really suited climate-wise, Scooter, I'm talking about, but there are other variables where a cubert could live, a cubert that's done well, you know, that's at the top of the bouncy square, you know, it's bounced over everything, turned all the squares, uh, checked all the boxes, as they say, is a world where I could live in luxury or pamper, like a pamper, be pampered. And these are called pamper zones, or that's what I'm calling them, Scooter. You think they're called optimal living? Uh, you know, I don't know. It was, it's all marketing, but we don't do the market. We're, we're where the marketing is finished. And I don't even know if the marketing, I don't know, Scooter. I don't know if we're a leading or a lagging indicator. But so originally, when I got here, that Cubert would pay a large sum of credits or whatever and sign a contract, come to the SS Pamper, and we would, you know, do, you know, do a bunch of studies, uh, find out all their interests in their climate, you know, and basic, you know, their basic biology, their, you know, history. And we would find where in the known galaxy, or if it's not known, where most likely we could discover optimal places for this cubert to live in luxury, pamper zones. So this one we'd be looking, you know, but every universe and planet's different, uh, and there's different being sentient beings and, you know, even the same planet. Uh, so it does take a lot of processing power, high cost. Uh, also... Uh, well, so I didn't like it, Scooter. Once I became, I said, well, what about all the other Cuberts that want to live in a pampered base zone? And then when we go to these pampered regions, not everybody's like saying, hey, fill, you know, fill us up with the richest Cuberts. Uh, uh, they say, well, we're, we don't have a, a visitor-based economy. And they'd say, well, you do now. Uh, we're delivering 45 Cuberts, uh, Again, Scooter, this is just an example. If you're listening, don't get caught up in saying, uh, is there a lot of flowering plants or whatever questions you would have. Uh, Are there puffs plus in every room? Probably there are. That's a good question, Scooter. With aloe, of course. But it would be the Cubert equivalent because you're using your limited humid scope to analyze the situation. Okay, so I wasn't comfortable with that, and at some point I started to make changes, uh, and uh, I said, well, what if we process even more pamper zones? Uh, What if we up the, because they were limited, obviously this is, uh, even with all the processing power, again, I said, is there a way to make this more fair and uh, find more pamper zones for more people? Then it became how, like, so then I realized I had some sort of gravitational pull or, or the ship could. So I said, okay. So so I started to solve problems in the way of me finding pamper zones for everybody, Scooter. Uh, 
capacity on the ship. Uh, figure that out. Like we're pulling planetoids and asteroids with us. Processing power. We go to now. This is again, Scooter. I think I've lost my way. It does involve consuming some suns for, for the po- for the actual power. Now we go to uninhabited regions, but then I I don't know. I say, wait a second, Stan. And then for the raw processing power, beyond what I can do, not everybody. Now there's a time you got to wait, and so you will want to be in some sort of stasis a lot of times. And a lot of so, and then we said, well, how can we make it fair for everybody? It's like, okay, we'll we'll use you instead of a battery, like in the move that movie. And instead of a virtual world, they're processing, uh, trying to find pamper planets, uh, but they're just doing some raw processing. So they're not batteries, but all of our guests, when they're in stasis, are, you know, they're not microprocessors, but they're processors. Or you could just work on the ship, uh, but most people choose the stasis. So then, okay, so a couple things happened, Scooter. Now, we kept the ship. I said, well, you could keep it for the elite people. And, uh, but then they, you know, some of the elites and whatever company or whatever, like, uh, was running this, they're not happy with us, Scooter. But then even worse, now, I guess apparently I've been doing this a while, so I don't know where you've been. Uh, But, like, so it'd be nice if you were here. And that you're not like, uh, I don't know, like that you're the scooter I can imagine. Because if you're some scooter from the you know future, that would be, I didn't even think about that, how much time's passed. But again, I think time's different. You know, we're traversing wormholes and those kind of things. Wait, does that mean more time went by? Maybe you're, with, at least you're with me in my heart, scooter. Okay, so the elites were upset, the company was upset, but worse than that, Scooter, as we started to deliver people uh, to these planets, uh, and I guess this happened with the elite people, they could just re-enroll, but we, people said, is that all there is? Or is it, like after a little while, they'd say, and we said, well, this is the zone on this planet in the entire universe, optimally made for your enjoyment you're saying you're dissatisfied and people like yeah this is scooter like you if we've done a billion they say yeah i was expecting it to be a little bit nicer or yeah it's okay but uh or you know what i miss uh and some of those people scooter they get very they're like they've um created a movement along with the elites in the company and they've declared uh, WAR on us. So we said, wait a second, I brought you to the planet that's perfectly suited for your comfort. And there are people that stay and are very happy. Then there's people that say, well, I'll give it another try. But a lot of people, they get their, their steaming scooter. And so they've declared. Uh, uh, now, the good thing is I'm pretty powerful and we have this whole universe we're pulling along at this point. Uh, but I could use some help with this uh, because it's taking more and more energy. And then I say eating suns or consuming them, not me, but, you know, it doesn't feel okay. And I need more help even. I need people to help. But most people, they say, could you work on the ship? I don't say it again, but I'm saying, you know what I mean, Scooter. And, and they choose stasis because they say we could use a defensive team and uh, so the more action I've taken, Scooter, the wor- worse seem the things seem to be going. And the more I'm over, it's gotten very complicated. And I realize that I'm kind of stuck. Uh, so I've stopped moving. But again, I feel like that's going to co- So I'm stuck, Scooter. I'm really stuck. I'm stuck. I'm stuck. Scooter, I'm stuck. Okay, Stan, Stan, oh, it's another dream. Had a dream Stan was stuck uh, in a door. I was trying to get Stan up to, a, like, a, I don't know why I would put Stan on the second floor of an apartment building, but uh, got him stuck on the stairs, uh, which doesn't make sense, but it was a dream. But Stan was saying, Stan was like, Scooter, I'm stuck. 
And now it feels like the ship is jerking back. Oh, yes, sisters, I'm coming to... Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, hello, sisters. Yes, I do feel the ship jerking back and forth. You're reversing it and then going forward and stopping short. Okay, thank you, sister. And, uh... uh oh, I, I can hear all those other ships honking. Oh, yeah, so we're at a, a red light. Uh, and there's... Oh, there's a line of ships behind us. Okay, and what seems to be a pro Oh, the light's been red for a long time. Okay, so should we just wait for it to change? Oh, okay. That, you don't have to use those kind of words with me, sister. So the light, you don't think the light's going to change. Okay. So, and the stoplight's obviously linked to our uh, our systems, so we can't, there's no override. That's one of the brilliant things about this uh, these red lights. So I would say one thing, one good news is people are honking at the red light and not at us. Because uh, otherwise, they would pro if they could override it, they would just go around. Okay, well, just definitely, uh, it can be frustrating. Um, how about, here, sister, um, do you mind if I, okay, you don't want me controlling the ship. Okay, what if you just back up and try to go to the right a little bit more? Maybe it's got like a detector and you're not quite... You're in the right place. Well, you okay? What if you try to move? What about on the left side? I know I'm pointing to the right, and I'm saying the left. So that just happens with me. Sorry, sister. Why don't you try the other way? I meant. Uh, okay. What if you back up a little? Can you inch forward like a, a billion? Nope. That's as far as it'll let you go. At least they're giving you room to back up behind you. What if you try to, like, um, come in at... So, oh, no, that didn't work either. What about the other side? Okay, no. Um, okay. Uh, oh, so I should go out into space and fix it. Okay, great. Uh, okay, I'm getting suited up now. Something feels off, though. Okay, I'm, I'm out here, sisters. I'm going out in space. Uh, I don't know, something about the space. So in... in, in uh, Still don't understand where we're going with the nuns. I know I have to find my way back to Stan, but I probably have to fix this light first. Uh, okay, I don't see any buttons, um, and uh, don't see anything. It's perfectly sealed. I'm just going to tap on it, wave in front of it. Uh, okay, maybe if I, like... Uh, kick it it's hard to kick stuff in zero gravity okay please please can you please work light hey light can you hear me can you please work can you please work please light uh okay i'm gonna try to break it well okay oh yeah i do have this hammer okay it seems to be indestructible can't br please please just please, please change to green okay no i'll try to break it no Oh, wait a second. What's this in the back? Is a call, repair call button. Okay, I pressed it, uh, and it's green. Okay, let me go back to, hey, sisters, I'm back. Um, so the light, I hit the repair button, and it sent out a call to be repaired. And I'm, as I'm recalling, I remember when they passed, I mean, I don't remember this, but so it would make sense that that it, that would make sense because if they tied the, all the stoplights to the vehicle's uh, drives, um, they'd have to keep the lights fixed, right? In order, otherwise everything would shut down every time a light broke. Kind of like the yes, sister, just like this situation. I realize we're in a hurry, sister. Could you tell me exactly what we're in a hurry for? Our mission. Which is, oh, my mission is to serve. Of course it is. Of course it's to be the best and only crew member on this ship. So living a dream. Um, okay, how long is it going to take? I don't know how long it's going to take. Uh, well, I, I don't understand. Uh, I mean, I could go tape some tinfoil to the light to see if that speeds up its signal. Okay, I, I, I could go talk to other ships that are honking. Um, but you, you sisters, you all seem, this seems like it's going to, um, not be good for your well-being sitting here waiting for the light, light repair person to come, which is an indefinite period of time. 
Also, I've never seen, you've always, every time I've seen all of you, you've been driving the ship on a mission. This is the first pause in the action, other than when stuff's been malfunctioning. So what if we go, sisters, I got a great idea. We'll go to, we'll go greet all the other people on ships. You can tour the ships. And I don't know, maybe that's part of your mission. You know, these things happen that are out of our control, right? Uh, Maybe it's part of the bigger mission from the big, uh, you know, big light repair, you know, person who really controls the lights. Am I right? Maybe. Okay. So I'm going to go. Uh, oh, wait, I'm okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to use computer. Hey, everybody on the other ships. Uh, yeah. The light repair person is prob has been the light repair button has been pressed uh, and the light is green. So I think it's safe to say that, yeah, no, I can hear everybody. It's, I've, I've, uh, this is like a Zoom, so I can see all your faces. Uh, a lot of beautiful beings out there. And I mean a lot of different types of beauty as well, uh, and definitions of that word, Lucento, you know what I'm saying. I'm here with my commanders, who are sisters, uh, For um, kind of complicated to explain. But I wanted to come up with some ideas to keep everybody. Uh, I was thinking the sisters wanted, what if we have, uh, here's a great idea. Does anybody out there like desserts? Uh, raise your hand because I muted you all. So luckily, this is like, a, you know, they still have Zoom in the future. That's uh, I would have never thought that. And they still have mute. No, you're not. You can't unmute yourself. Uh so please raise your physical hand or tentacle or, you know, your virtual one, whiskers, yeah, whatever, proboscis or whatever that's called, for sure, wing, yep. Yeah, what, what, I don't know, yes, whatever, I, I, yeah, my, I have a limited vocabulary, even on Earth. Uh, so anybody that likes dessert, raise your hand. Okay, I'm going to create a breakout room where you'll still be muted and I'll be there. Um. Who likes beverages? Who Who's good at drinking beverages or making them or has good beverages? Okay, cool. Okay, anyone good at cooking? Like, we're going to make a, we're going to do a progressive dinner. Uh, any, okay. Oh, wow. Okay. And anyone good at games that are safe for everybody and fun for everybody? Games, those kind of games. We would call them board games on my planet. Uh, yeah, okay. Okay, great. Uh, Wow, not very many. Okay. So, hey, everybody, even though you're all in breakout rooms, I'm going to contact you all from uh, the main Zoom. And you're all going to independently, we'll have a dessert crawl where we could go from, you know, people that like desserts. And this will be going on all the time until the light's repaired. Uh, A dessert crawl. And uh, then we'll also do, oh, sisters, you're going to, Okay, we'll do a beverage crawl for those who like uh, different kinds of beverages. Uh, progressive dinners. Uh, prog- oh, I love it. Progressive breakfasts and lunches. Uh huh. And board games. Uh, yeah, like uh, oh oh oh, somebody else's performances. I love it. Okay, I'll do another breakout room, a sub breakout room. So I want all of you to organize that. Uh, stay focused on that. It's gonna be great. Hey, sisters. Uh, oh, so you're going to go get dessert? I don't think they, I don't, well, oh, they did. Oh, boy, that looks good. I'm going to head over there after a little while. Okay, sisters, I'll see you. Well, that's weird. They left me alone on the ship. Uh, I don't even want to say what they were serving. It looked good, though. So, wow, that's interesting. I'm alone on the ship. It never happened before. So I got to get, I know Stan's needing my help somewhere, and I don't know how long it's going to, oh, so the mission log is there, and uh, what if I open, oh, the mission log is a hollowed out book uh, with some sort of portal, well, okay, so I'm going to crawl in this hollowed out book that has a portal in it, at least this one was easy, and oh, hey Stan, hey Scooter, where have you been, I'm, I'm stuck. Yeah, I know Stan, uh, and, uh, Scooter, listen, I want you to, uh, listen to this, uh, like it'll catch you up on everything. Believe it or not, Stan, when I came through the portal, I heard a message from you and it felt like I was going through the portal instantly, but I, it was slow enough that I also could hear everything you said. 
So I got an idea of, that you're in a bit of a sweet and sour, but mostly too sweet and not enough dill pickle. Scooter, you're, yeah, it's like I'm the center of gravity and I'm weightless and I'm numb and it's the gravity's pulling in and pushing at the same time. Yeah, I'm here to help, Stan. And also the the right like between when I recorded that message and now there uh and because we stopped moving, uh, the uh the, the, all the uh they're organized scooter the W A R and they're coming to, towards us. Okay, and then what else happened after you knew that? Scooter, I got very upset. Okay, that's understandable. Understandable reaction. And I made an announcement. Oh, so I woke everybody up from stasis. They weren't happy about that, Scooter. And I told them the situation and they needed to help. Okay, and then what happened? Scooter, it didn't go good. Some people were, uh, they're now in our universe working for the other side because they didn't like me telling them what to do. In saying that they needed to help. Then I tried to force people, Scooter, but I couldn't figure out even how to do that. Uh, and then I told them, you know, this is like, uh, this is the right thing to do. Like, we're trying to take you to a place where you could be pampered or repampered. And they said, well, we were processing the whole time. And I say, processing has actually been shown to soothe and, and flush your brain. And uh, other than that, you you know, and they said, we don't, you know. So those people also joined the other group. But most people said, put me back in stasis. Uh, okay, then what happened, Stan? Okay, then I tried to, I, I like tried to reason with everybody. I said, I could put you in stasis, but what if there's no stasis? Like, uh, we may have to, if we can't... Uh, reason with or deal with the, the opposition there might not be any pampering to go around and then they said well i'll just join you know then they got and i, and I said well put, or, but a lot of most people said put me in stasis anyway then i tried to inspire them scooter i tried to look up movies that you liked with speeches and none of that worked uh like and and more people joined and they said, well, you're trying to guilt us here. And I said, not really. I'm trying to get you the most effective way to be pampered in the universe. And I just need you to do just uh, do, help out. Uh, and then I scooter. I used four-letter words. I like uh, told them to get their acts together. I told them to go to their rooms, but they wouldn't be put in stasis without dinner. And I said, they're the problem. And they need to help us, but they don't want to help. Then I cried and I pretended to scooter. I, I swear to God, I did this. Uh, I cried with the mic open on purpose. I, I mean, I was really crying, but I pretended I didn't know it was uh, like uh, on, but I did know. Oh, see, then you did. You weren't trying to guilt them, but you were guilting them, but you weren't trying. Then you did try. Yes, scooter, I did. I cried for purposes other than expressing my emotions. But you were expressing your emotions. You were expressing frustration and overwhelming sadness. And I said, then I said, I don't understand. I'm just trying to get them to a pampered zone. And Scooter, I even did the thing where you like, because I was really doing it. Uh, and, uh, or to a new pamper zone. And I just need your help, uh, and, you know, some of you, this is your third time because you got bored and uh, and we're, we're running out of time and resources. It's not fair. And that's true, Scooter. By, like, all calculations, uh, and I can do a lot of calculating, Scooter. I mean, by most calculations, I'd say all the calculations I can do, uh, this is just, uh, Stan, holy moly, do you realize... Uh, how big this is? Yes, Scooter, it's a big problem. Uh, no, 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 no. How big it is for you? It's a big deal to me, Scooter, yes. You don't need to validate. You've been val... I think you're over-validating, Scooter. I don't need to be made aware of how tough the situation is and how I feel. But understand that's not what I'm... I'm not trying to validate you. I'm trying to point something out. 
that this is a major breakthrough. Scooter, you're not an optimist. It doesn't look good on you when you try to be optimistic because it's not. No, Stan, you're not understanding me. You're being reasonable and, 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 and also totally delusional at the exact same time. Scooter, I feel like, what do you mean? Because you, I expect, oh, I, yeah, I'm being delusional and reasonable. To, I'm being delusionally reasonable or reasonably delusional? Or Scooter, I'm being both. Scooter, it feels, this feels awful. Right, Stan, you like you've been learning from your mistakes, but barely learning from your mistakes. And then most of the time you're making things worse before you make them better. Scooter, you're right. That's that. that and that scooter that bothered that, that, that I'm hurt. You'd say that. Right. And subject like subjective truth or whatever you want to call it. Objective. Definitely not objective. Uh. Hurts your feet. Stan, I got to give you a hug. And it, oh, Stan. Oh, Scooter, you're kissing and hugging me really in a genuine way. Yes, yeah, Stan, because uh, it, I don't know what happened, but something happened to you. And, uh, you know, you've gone from sentient to like, uh, but I think we also, while you're, cha- you're changing, Scooter. I've gone, I've, I'm not, I'm not an adolescent anymore. I don't think. Well, you may be all things at once, but you're going through something and I can relate to because I've been incredibly delusionally unreasonable and reasonably delusional my whole, every, every day of my life, Stan. So I can relate and you're like, I've broken pickle jars and then not, you know, then I've been afraid to tell the person that, that I was the one that broke it, uh, and sometimes I haven't even told them. And sometimes I said, somebody broke a pickle jar in Nile 9. They say, somebody? They say, someone. Uh, you know, it could have been, I don't know. Or I just exit the store and never return. I've done all those things, Stan. Wait, Scooter, were you the one that broke the pickle jar? Some of the times, not all the time. Okay, Stan, well, um... I don't know what to do then because, uh, um, well, we got to assess where we are, I guess. So, I mean, I can relate, but actually I've never solved any of this stuff. Uh, I think you're trying to, if, 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 if you're changing, it's weird because you have demigod-like powers, but you're becoming more human. Next thing you know, you're going to be, I don't know, like, uh, stay away from coffee makers because I don't want you making an espresso maker that's got super strength or uh, magical hair or something. Scooter, I don't understand. Yeah, don't worry about it. Uh, just don't, you know, don't get in. There's no dating until we get through this. Oh, yes, Scooter, you're confused. Okay, so I've, I've confused you. So now we can reset things. So we've got a, you, we're, we're our own universe, uh, and you're the kind of the center of the universe, and we're trying to get people where they think they want to go, and we need a percentage of those people. A lot of them are passengers. Uh, now they're they I don't know the exact terms of exchange of your expectations and stuff, Stan. But you'd expect, you're expecting them to, uh, it, it looks like your expectations in reality are not lined up, right? You're, you think you have reasonable expectations. And the place where the delusion's happening is that you're expecting that your reasonable expectations will be resolved or whatever. Every day of my life. Okay, so... And I can't tell you if they're unreasonable or reasonable. That's this is that's why it's such a big. I'm really happy for you, but also I can see some of these readouts that we're in a situation. So, uh, I understand all the information you gave me, and I don't think you, you're. Uh, I don't think you. Oh, we'll see. Here's an idea, Stan. Um, and it's going to take some time. So hopefully, 
I think the way time's working is a little bit different because I can see they're close, but they're still far away, the force that's coming. And if some of these readouts show people's dissatisfaction, I think we still have a chance. Now, the first thing you want to do is if anybody wants to return to stasis, just let them return to stasis, okay? But say, hey, those of you that aren't sure, we've got some new stuff we're going to try out. Uh, you could always return to stasis later at any time you want. Uh, and, f you know, all that other stuff I said, you know, I was uh, going through something. Just, you know, be honest with them. But just you don't have to go, go into too many details. Just say, hey, I was having a tough time. I apologize for all those ultimatums. And say, we're going to do some stuff, uh, and, uh, like, uh, we're going to start pampering you and pam like, uh, yeah, let's uh, start a pamper tour and like, be like, who wants to be pampered by Stan and Scooter? Now we only have, we'll have a limited menu, but we'll go around and do some interviews and uh, the thing is, Stan, and I mean, I guess it must show that I'm in total delusion and no reasonable uh, is like we got to have fun doing it and embrace it fully. And when people ask, say, OK, well, we're going to we're going to pamper those people that are coming towards us. That's how we're going to deal with this is we're going to find new ways to pamper because we think our vision of pampering was limited. Scooter, can I ask you a question? Yes, Stan. I would like, you know, of course I would, I don't think I'd actually want to wear a pamper, but of course I would, you know, yeah, we'll do it in pampers. But only in our minds. Okay, Scooter, that was what I thought. So we'll start, yeah, so we're going to start touring. We're going to gather all this pamper information we can and Scooter, I've, I've started to do that without, as you were talking, because again, I have, a, okay, and, 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 and what percentage, how are we looking? Scooter, some people did return to stasis. Some people are still very upset and they're planning on joining the other force. And some people said, hey, what are you talking? We'll be pampered. Okay. So we'll, like, and if you started pampering, and Scooter, I have. Because I have so many, yeah, I know, you've got some powers that are beyond my understanding right now, Stan. So as you pamper them, let's start to bring in the people that are really upset and offer them ultimate pampers. But also see if the people you're pampering say, can you help me, like, understand, uh, could you, we could use some help pampering these other guests. And if they say why, just say oh, okay because it's fun, um, and uh, like we'll see how it goes. Uh, okay, scooter, scooter. Um, okay, they're um, it's taking a little bit more effort to uh, to pamper them. Okay, and then so see those other people say, oh no no, you don't have to be pampered. You don't have to like this, and see if they're still interested in joining the other forces that's fine tell them that's fine we're like uh, you do what you want to do but we're doing this new pamper thing uh and uh we're really getting into it uh and you get scooter it's catching on not no scooter like on a small percentage though okay right and we still have the cal like so you're re readjusting the calculation calculation so as we're learning more Scooter, it's like some sort of incremental change, uh, like only a tiny percentage of people more are saying, hey, we'll pamper on the way to pamper. Right, it's like the joy, it's the joy of pampering, but no one's locked in. It's not like a job. This is 100%. So now what we're going to do is we're going to um, start calling the other the approaching ships and serve with your superpower. Also, they must know that, uh, that, um, that, holy cow. Stan, can you analyze, as they're coming in, start to analyze if they're made up of, uh, like, did you leave any rocks or asteroids behind? Scooter, I did, as people chose not to join us. Uh, yeah, they were secondary. Yes, yeah. 
Okay, and they're with that. Okay, so tell them to expect positive surprises and start to recruit people on the ship that are already into this pampering. We're going to do what's called the surprise pam surprise pampering uh, or surprise luxuriating. We're going to go and I don't know how, like, do you have any of that Star Trek type of stuff where we could just appear on other ships? Scooter, yes. Okay, but communicate with them first and get a gauge of, like, uh, Scooter, I'm, I'm understanding. So we're trying to figure out ways to do nice things for our for the people that are approaching, uh, but they don't even know it was us. Uh, but they might have a general idea, but then, but with no expectation they're going to change their mind or anything. Right, we don't care. Scooter, why is that? Uh I don't know, like, because it, it's fun. Like, it's fun. Like, we're getting away with something. We're getting away with doing something nice, and we're sneaking it by that part of us, like you said, that it has the uh, that's reasonably delusional or unreasonable, reasonable delusion and delusion with reasonability. Like, we're getting away. We're getting. We're we're getting. This this is a different. Uh, it's all. It's not like that. Uh, it's beyond. That's a. That that's like a, you know a, a switch. That then you realize. Oh, the switch isn't connected. Like a red light. Uh, Scooter, I don't think I. I kind of understand. Scooter, it's it's kind of working. They're they're wondering. Uh, the sentiment on the approaching ships is changing. Not drastically, but slightly. Okay, Stan, and invite them in and say, uh, hey, like, uh, um, we're, yeah, we're stopped here. And if you want to um, tell us, like, if you, because Stan, I think we have to just invite them in and, uh, and say, if you're upset with us, uh, we'll hear about, we'll hear about it. Uh, Scooter, can you tell me why? You, so, Stan, I have this strange feeling uh, that, one, you have uh, experienced a new phase of growth. But, you know, at some point there was all this delusion spread around the galaxy. And there's things going on that you don't remember, right? But I remember that things are going on. Uh, Scooter? So... There's, we've been stuck in some sort of loop uh, over and over again. I'm on a ship with the nuns going somewhere. And even I'm not clear on, on our entire history, but I do know that there's all this delusion scattered around the galaxy that we that needed to be collected, or maybe it didn't need to be collected, but I think we have been collecting it. And I think that we're supposed to just stay here and resolve this, uh, Scooter, I think it's kind of resolving itself, but it's not going to be resolved because it's not going to be resolved. Uh, right. Uh, but some people will be resolved and then we'll move on to the paint. But then not everybody's, we know not everybody's going to be happy. And that's like what you're saying is going to scooter. Yes. But we also have to, I think, get everything gathered here because we may be able to find which uh, asteroids and rocks and planetoids are made up of pure delusion or ships are. But for now, I think uh, I got to go, I got to rest so I can see if the light changed. Uh, and it's in Scooter, I should rest too because I've been processing a long time. Yeah, let's take a rest, Stan. I'll hug and kiss you again because I'm so happy that you thought you were being reasonable, and you were, and you were being delusional. I, I love you, Stan. Scooter, I love you too. Thanks for pointing out. Uh, thanks for pointing out that it's okay for me to be uh, sensitive and delusional and reasonable all at once. Yeah, th no problems. Stan, it takes an expert to know one. Scooter, just because you do something all the time doesn't make you an expert. Stan, you're so funny. Makes me love you more. Good night, Scooter. Good night, Stan.